Today is Friday, February 10th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by Deloon. Deloon creates effective drug-free supplements for period cramps, PMS, and optimal cycle health, so you can get the relief you need naturally and start feeling like your best self. We have a lot of stories today, as apparently the news isn't taking a casual Friday. After four days of search and rescue in Turkey and Syria, the death toll from Monday's earthquakes has topped 21,000 people and is still climbing, and at least 78,000 people are injured. Former Vice President Mike Pence has been subpoenaed by the DOJ Special Counsel Jack Smith, who is overseeing multiple probes into Donald Trump. The subpoena follows months of negotiations between Pence's legal team and the special counsel, which indicates that there may have been documents or testimony that he was not offering voluntarily, though it's not yet clear to what extent Pence might attempt to invoke executive privilege, wrongfully or not. Sorry, Mike, you know what a subpoena means, that talking to the DOJ is legally part of God's plan. Lest we go 48 hours without a new deeply nationally embarrassing story about George Santos, embarrassing for us, he clearly has no threshold for embarrassment, we have yet another dog-related scoop. In 2017, Santos was charged with theft in Pennsylvania's Amish country after he wrote a series of bad checks worth over $15,000 to different dog breeders. Just days after Santos used the fraudulent checks, in which he wrote puppies in the memo lines, He held an adoption event at a Staten Island pet store with his scam animal rescue charity, Friends of Pets United, as we've all heard about. The charge was eventually dismissed and Santos's record was expunged after he claimed that someone had stolen his checkbook. What kind of idiot misses this chance to plausibly say that the dog ate it? Yesterday was Congress's day to condemn China's spy balloon. Quite literally, the House unanimously passed a resolution condemning China's use of the surveillance balloon. But the real tea was steeped in the Senate, where they held a subcommittee briefing where they questioned senior defense officials about the incident. We learned at the Senate hearing that the balloon maker has proven ties to the Chinese military, and that structurally it had multiple antennas for collecting intelligence and communication. And these spy balloons have flown over more than 40 countries across five continents. It's also clear that the military did detect the balloon before it entered Alaskan airspace, but they decided that it was not a threat and believed that it did not have the ability to conduct significant intelligence collection, except that apparently it did. Officials said they did not shoot the balloon down because they determined that the danger to civilians on the ground from debris was a greater risk than the balloon's intelligence collecting capacity. So hats off to Joe Biden, who didn't let Tucker Carlson bait him into dropping several tons of metal on America's heartland and just hoping it doesn't hit anyone. There's some significant new information following the killing of Tyree Nichols. Seven more police officers in Memphis are under administrative investigation, and now the Shelby County District Attorney's Office says they will be reviewing any cases and convictions involving the five officers involved in Nichols' death. The officers were also added to an internal list of police officials nationwide who have been accused of dishonesty or are facing criminal charges. This could lead prosecutors to drop any cases involving their testimony. And defense attorneys are working to look back at potentially hundreds of other cases involving the now disbanded Scorpion unit. 
Meanwhile, in Tennessee's neighbor to the south, the Mississippi State House voted to create a separate court system and an expanded police force within the city of Jackson that would be appointed completely by white state officials. For context, Jackson is home to the highest proportion of black residents in America at 80%. But the Mississippi State Legislature is controlled by a supermajority of white Republicans who have redrawn districts to ensure they can pass any bill without a single Democratic vote. The new legislation would allow the Mississippi Supreme Court to appoint two judges to oversee a new district within the city, while Mississippi's Attorney General would appoint four prosecutors, a court clerk, four public defenders, and the state police commissioner would oversee an expanded police force in Jackson with doubled funding. All of these appointments by state officials, all of whom are white, would be in lieu of these positions elected by local residents, as they would normally be. The new Jackson court system is estimated to cost $1.6 million annually. So that's like a whole new court system for less than a condo in Manhattan. Make sure you guys give it an elite name, like the Arachnid Attorneys. Here's a throwback, the Malaysian plane that was shot down in 2014. We finally have some answers. Yesterday, a Dutch court found three men, two Russians and one Ukrainian, guilty of murder for their part in shooting down the passenger jet over eastern Ukraine using a Russian-made missile that was supplied by Russia and fired by an armed separatist group under Russian control. Prosecutors say that there are many indications that Putin personally approved the Russian missile used to shoot the plane down. The defendants were tried in absentia and sentenced to life in prison, and the most prominent defendant, Igor Gherkin, is a former colonel in the FSB. To go down memory lane, the plane was shot down four months after Russia invaded Crimea. And at the time, Putin blamed Ukraine because it happened in their airspace, saying that it would not have happened if hostilities had not resumed in the region. And here we were thinking the Bermuda Triangle was real, when it was Putin in eastern Ukraine with the missile-launching separatists the whole time. And for our final story this week, new data from Boston University's CTE Center show that 92% of former NFL players showed signs of CTE out of 376 players who they studied. To be clear, this does not mean that 92% of current NFL players have CTE, as it's not even technically possible to definitively confirm the diagnosis until after death. But for some perspective, compare this with the 2018 study of 164 brains, only one of which showed signs of progressive degenerative brain disease and that person was a former college football player. Definitely a fun fact to weaponize if you're looking to ruin a Super Bowl party this weekend. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, Deloon. If you're anything like me, PMS symptoms can be really disruptive, uncomfortable, and exhausting to deal with every month. That's why I love Deloon. Deloon Nutritional Solutions are dietitian formulated to work with your cycle health, not against it. And 92% of their customers report relief. Deloon is offering our listeners 23% off your first order of full cycle hormonal support at cyclehealth.com announcements. And if Deloon isn't the right match for you, your money back is guaranteed. That's cyclehealth.com announcements. And finally, if you are looking for more newsy listening from Betches Media, check out yesterday's episode of the Betches Up podcast, where I joined the show to recap the State of the Union, and our host then talked about Trump's earliest attempts at coming for Ron DeSantis. Until next week, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.